You're listening to DraftKings Network. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Can I swear? And we'll yes, it out. yes, because we'll believe it out. <laughs> we can say whatever the we want, okay? Welcome to Oddball, Amino Hassan, Charlotte Wilder. If it looks like we're wearing the same clothes as we wore yesterday, I assure you, it's just the multiverse. Yeah. This is actually today, and yesterday we filmed it the day after, so we actually went back in time to do that segment. Don't worry, it sounds confusing. I'll explain it in a little bit. A little bit later, we'll be doing a segment called Something That We Haven't Pulled In Yet. What's the point of, what's this? This right here is so that we can do the ADR later. To fill in where I say, hey, we're doing this segment. Oh. See that? But yeah. they can't read my lips. I got it. See, I, oh, that's movie magic, baby. Three steps ahead of the game, wow, baby. Wow, wow. Always, always, okay. always. But, Charlotte, I want yes. to start with a conversation about owners, NBA owners. Owners, billionaires, very rich no, people. Yes, very rich people. Uh, one of the things that happened over the last week or so yes. is it came public that the Orlando Magic made a donation to the Ron DeSantis election campaign, for, for, for president, president campaign, campaign, which, by the way, do you know what his campaign is called? No, what's it called? Never Back Down. Oof. I hate it. Yeah, um, well, like, that was a movie. It's on Cinephobe. Check it out wherever you get podcasts. Um, can I say one thing before we dive into the sure, ownership sure, conversation of this sure. all? The thought of Ron DeSantis on a basketball court is one of the funniest things I can imagine. Because I'm picturing him in those white boots that he went to visit when there was a natural disaster that I can't remember, and he was, like, walking around as though he were... That's what I picture on a basketball court, so... I picture him, like, dressed in UFC garb because, again, the movie never backed down. Oh. That's just me, though. Uh, But, yeah, so they donated 50K... And you might be saying, well, what's the big deal? People make donations all the time, particularly uh, to, you know, if you're a billionaire, you donate to Republican candidates all the time because a lot of times they have a lot of financial things that, you know, fit your lifestyle as a billionaire, I guess. But the difference is trying to keep as much of your money as possible. Sure. But the difference is this wasn't the DeVos family who owned the Orlando Magic who made the donation. The donation was not made in in the name of the DeVos family. It was made in the name of the Orlando Magic itself. And we don't have a whole lot of precedent for that. I know in the 90s, the Phoenix Suns had a, a contribution like that to the RNC yeah. uh, that was made on behalf of the Phoenix Suns organization. So in their name, not by the... Not by Jerry Colangelo, okay. who uh, owned and operated the Suns at the time. But 
basically there's not a whole lot of examples of this. And so, like, a lot of people are upset, yeah. given that Ron DeSantis has some really, really disgusting takes on history, yeah. on slavery being beneficial to black people, of uh, preventing uh, critical race theory being taught in Florida schools. Don't say gay. Don't say gay. All, like, all of that abhorrent. He's got a lot of, you know, yeah. societal red flags around him. But does that mean anything? Should we be able to hold owners accountable for that kind of contribution? Let me ask you first and foremost before yeah, we even yeah. get to that. Yeah. Do you think there's anything wrong with them using the Orlando Magic name rather than their own name? I do. I think I think it's sort of a direct shot at fans who may not agree with their politics. I think that it's putting a, a flag in the sand or whatever the saying is and being like, hey, this is how we feel. And we're going to use something that other people love, something that means something to other mm-hmm. people to support a candidate who whose policies are so rooted in hate. It's just like, it's some sort of mind game. I don't understand what the point of it would be if you want to give money as a family. Obviously, Betsy DeVos was in Trump's cabinet as as his secretary of education. That it makes me think this has to be some sort of PR thing to either win favor with voters who will like this. I mean, we're in Florida. Ron DeSantis is the governor of Florida. But it just feels like... Are, are other teams now going to start doing this? Is this going to become a litmus test of some sort? It, just, it, it feels so unnecessary. Let, let me ask you a question. If the candidate they donated to was someone who wasn't objectionable, like Ron DeSantis, yeah. if it was someone that whose, uh, dare I say, whose political ideologies aligned with yours, would you have a problem with it? I think it would be if they donated to, donated to a candidate who whose ideology is going to be beneficial for the represent the pl- who the players represent mm-hmm. you know for mostly people of color yep. if that's going to that if that's in line and that's the way that you're going to show your team or the community that they go out and serve then i don't think it's as much of a problem see i think the problem is you're donating in the name of the team Regardless of what your politics are. Like, to me, that's the issue. Obviously, it's easy with DeSantis because, as I said, so many societal red flags that this guy throws up as as a elected official who clearly does not want to represent the totality of the population. He wants to represent a very specific segment, a segment that is driven by hate, driven by prejudice, driven by uh, wanting to keep power and, and influence concentrated with a certain group. But to me, even if it was like my dream candidate yeah. person who kumbaya wanted, it's not politics. It's actual societal it's issues. It's like right? human rights. Right, yeah. It's yeah. human rights, yeah. right? But like this is politics in its mm-hmm. purest form. You are donating money to the political campaign of someone. And I get it. As the steward of a, a, of a sports franchise, you owe it to the health of your organization to have a strong relationship with local government, be it city, municipal, state level, national level. But having said all that, I think you could do that hush-hush behind the scenes, and you can always do that from a personal standpoint. I think one of the things you're looking at here is the idea that you're politicizing the Orlando Magic. It's not Rich DeVos and the DeVos family are staunch Republicans. It's the Orlando Magic are staunch Republicans, and that's a very big difference. Because if the team is apolitical, then it is a, safe for everybody. It's safe for Democrats, Republicans, Green Party, you know, uh, libertarians, non-ideologues. Ideologues. But once the 
team makes a contribution, now right. you've kind of like, you painted yourself into a corner. The other part of this though, <laughs> should there be any consequences for that? If the league or the players association or whoever feels that this is going to probably be detrimental to business, because let's be honest, that's what makes everything go round here. Um, I think that there would be an incentive to be like, don't do this. Like, if you're going to alienate half of your fan base, why would you donate in the name of a team? And and I think that there would be consequences if they feel like it's going to cut into their bottom line enough. But um, I don't I don't necessarily know. Is there anything anyone can do right now? So this is a statement. On August 3rd, the Players Association made this statement uh, about the Magic political donation. And I read verbatim, quote, a political contribution from the Orlando Magic is alarming given recent comments and policies of its beneficiary. NBA governors, players, and personnel have the right to express their personal political views, including through donations and statements. However, if contributions are made on behalf of an entire team using money earned through the labor of its employees, it is incumbent upon the team governors to consider the diverse values and perspectives of staff and players. The Magic's donation does not represent player support for the recipient. So it it's kind of... It, not really a consequence. Yes, it's like it's, a it's slap just, on the wrist. It, it's not like a slap on the wrist. It's like, hey, my name's Bennett and I ain't in it. Right? <laughs> like, that's them. That's not our guys. Yeah. And shame on them, I guess, for putting our guy's name, basically, when you say Orlando Magic... You're putting those player names on that check yeah. in a way, yeah. implicit or implied. I guess my thing is like people are talking about, well, you know, there should be kind of consequences. Well, I, I don't know what kind of consequences can happen. And I know I've said this before, years and years ago, when the Donald Sterling tape came out, and I said, yeah, nothing's going to happen because everyone's been known Donald Sterling was like this. He was a, right. a, virulent, a virulent racist, right? right. Uh, and then, obviously, the Clippers were forced to sell. And then later on, obviously, in the last year or so, Robert Sarver went through yeah. his scandal out in Phoenix, and including emails that he sent to the league using the N-word in completion. So, like, they had the smoking gun, as I said. Like, they've been knowing the guy's a kook, but right. they couldn't do anything about it. And then, again, he got pressured into selling. I think the biggest thing that people don't pick up on in those two cases where those were two owners who did not have a great relationship with their local government. Mm -hmm. Nobody in Phoenix like Robert Sarver. Nobody in L.A. like Donald Sterling, right? Particularly those in political office. So when the time came to shove them out the plane, so to speak, there was a line of people ready to do that. Yeah. The DeVos family is incredibly connected and powerful in the state of Florida. Yeah. Like, they have a good relationship with their local government. So I don't know... Who's going to be the person right. who shoves them out the plane? Because contrary to popular belief, it is not like fan uproar or anything like that. It is typically usually the local business and local politicians that have the bigger say in that. Yeah, it's only other rich people who can actually affect what owners of a team do. I mean, look at the Knicks. Fans have been chanting, sell the team for years. It's not no. going to happen. The money doesn't make sense. And until New York pushes him out somehow, until other owners get so sick of James Dolan, it's not going to happen. And so I don't even know where a consequence could come from. Yeah. Just don't donate to candidates in the name of a team. Yeah, I think that, that like that's... That, I think they would have yeah. avoided all of that if they just kept the Orlando Magic name out also, of it. Also, don't donate to Ron DeSantis, sorry. Up next... 
Yeah, like enough serious talk. Let's get goofy. Ding dong, ding dong. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, so apparently the ancient Persians had this way of, like, debating stuff by doing it once sober and then mm -hmm. once drunk, and then they try to see... Where did you hey, read that? Uh, we're back on Oddball. Back to play bold or spicy again. Bold or spicy. The producers give us a statement, and we rate it on a scale of 0 to 10 on spiciness, right? Yep, which is, I've been informed, not the Scoville scale, because that's, like... 17 million units or there whatever. You go. It's something completely something different. Something completely different. I'm learning. Allegedly, the pink or I'm, spicy. I'm new to the NBA world. Yes, you're new to a lot of worlds. Well, the multiverse. The multiverse. So the pink ones are spicy, the blue ones are bold. Neither are either. It doesn't matter. They're just different colored cards. Let's start with a pink card. Okay. The pink card says NBA games have gotten too long. I think that's. I don't think they're too long. Do it's, you think they're too long? I think that this... Wait, you don't think NBA games are too long? No. So you think that this take is spicy then, right? Yeah, I guess so. I'm going to tell you right now, this take, I wish we could go negative spicy. What is that? Like an ice cube? Is Do that you like, think they're too is long? Is this like eating a peppermint and then like inhaling on a cold winter day? Wait, 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 wait. wait. So you don't think NBA games... I mean... I do think games are too, they're too long. Good God, we sit around for these reviews and then another review and then a coach's challenge and we're sitting oh. around all day long. The games are going to two hours and 30 minutes. I got things to do, man. I'm not trying to sit around and watch these people. I, the thing I hate more than anything is watching people watch TV. Now, I know... Which is what they do when they go... Yes, it's referees. They huddle around the TV and then everyone else is watching them watch TV, which I know some people of a certain generation, they're used to watching other people watch other yeah, stuff. Reaction and that's, yeah, reaction videos. Our social guys tell me it's huge. Yeah, Are they? Yeah. Should we be doing that? Yes. Okay, right. <laughs> we now, should. This, this is a negative for me. This is not right. spicy at all. This, I just I, like... This actually, this is what I take when something gives me... Someone gives me something spicy. I'll, it's I'll an antacid. Yes, it's it a is. Tums. Jump a little higher, kid. <laughs> um... All right, uh, let's do another one. The WNBA All-Star Weekend is more competitive than the NBA's. How much less competitive can anything be than the NBA All-Star Game? Yeah, you have famously... Yeah, I angered a lot of people you did. by taking these players up to task and everyone's like, oh, I mean, they have so much to do. I'm like, guys, I get it. I'm not one of these people who think that their weekend is free. Right. Right? They go, they have to make appearances, not only on behalf of the NBA, but on behalf of the sponsors and right. stuff like that. So by the time you get to Sunday, 
you do feel worn out, especially because you've been partying as well. And, and that's their right. They get yeah. to party. They're yeah. the all-stars. We yeah. aren't, even though we're partying too. But the, the reality is this. And I hate to be this guy. Mm -hmm. Michael Jordan did it. Oh, wow. Patrick Ewing did it. Wow. Tracy McGrady did it. Kobe yep. Bryant did it. Shaq did it. LeBron did it. Yep. Dwayne Wade did it. Yep. Dwayne Wade once flagrantly fouled Kobe, <laughs> like, until he was bleeding in an All-Star game. Ron, Ron Artest once got teed up in an All-Star game. Like, you can't tell me, and now all of a sudden they've got all these, oh, my God, this is supposed to be a break. No, it's not. It's an all-star break. It's competition. If you want a break, stop being an all-star. Go suck. How about that? <laughs> oh, God. So, yes, the WNBA All-Star Weekend is more competitive so than the NBA. There's also a, more money in more, it. Yeah, there, that's the other side for of this. Like, the the prize money for a WNBA player winning yes. is much greater than that, uh, relatively speaking, yes. to their salary yes. than the opposite for the NBA guys. So, next one. Brianna Stewart is as underrated as Jokic was. Is she underrated? Thank you. Nine. I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give the rating immediately. Nine it's out of ten. It's just a lie. Hey, hey. Where, where did uh, Nikola Jokic uh, play before he came to the NBA? Serbia. He played in Serbia, right? Played for a decent team, but as like, opposed to UConn, a freaking Stewie? Ma manufacturing plant. For Hall, of, for Hall of Fame basketball players. This right? isn't this isn't spicy. This is just this is fire. This is a lie. This is fire. This is this is this is you know. That's it. Five chilies on a menu. Exactly. Or or the the skull and crossbones. That I have heartburn now. <laughs> me too. Okay. Give me some antacid. What is this? Did I read that one or did I, you I read, read that okay. one? Okay. Donovan Mitchell doesn't strike fear in an opponent. God damn, that's spicy too, man. I mean. Donovan Mitchell? Have you seen Donovan Mitchell yes. in person? Yes, I have. Okay, so Donovan Mitchell, for the people at home, he's slightly taller than me, and he is as wide as I am tall. Like, yes, he, he's yoked, a I believe they not say. A, not a shred of body fat. Like, this dude is literally carved, chiseled yeah. out of stone and uh, lava. That lava that is that's what that is this is what this is this is a nine million on the you can't even units. eat that that's not even food anymore that's molten lava you know how like some hot chilies or whatever yeah. you have to wear gloves and then administer it with like yes. a, a matchstick that's what this is right here ridiculous ridiculous that's All gonna right. do it for boulder spicy go ahead thank them charlotte thank them for watching this thank segment. you so much for giving us your time and attention for this segment are you an NBA player, NBA team, an NBA headliner, perhaps just an NBA hypothetical, and you're feeling down in the dumps? Don't worry. We've got just a pick-me-up for you with a segment called... Hype Me Up! That's right. That's the segment where we read either a name of a team, of a player, a headline, or a hypothetical, and it is the other person's job to... Hype it up to give it confidence. That pep talk, it's been missing all its life. Charlotte. Yes. Can I start? I would be honored. All right. Chet Holmgren. Chet, you have a promising young team in Oklahoma City. You've got Shea Gildress-Alexander. You've got Lou Dort. You've got Josh Giddy. <laughs> you is. said it yourself on a podcast. You were like, what more could we want? We're the future. And you know what? 
You are the future, Chet, because you believe in yourself, and sometimes that's all it takes. Go get him, Chet. There you go. Look, right. if I'm Chet Holmgren and I was really down in the dumps, I heard that, I'm ready to take yeah, on the Yeah, you would run through a wall. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, you have Atlanta Hawks. The Atlanta Hawks. Wow. Hey, guys, remember last year? You guys seemed to be like 500 the entire year, no matter what month, no matter what week, no matter how much longer in a season, you're always 500. You're like, we can't get up. It's like that episode of Seinfeld where uh, Jerry's even Stevens, and so Elaine, to prove a point, takes a $20 bill from him and throws it out the window just to see if he's actually even Steven. He ends up being even Steven. That's who you guys were. But that's not who you're going to be because here's the deal. Quinn Snyder took over midseason. Guess what? Quinn, with his playbook that's like the Encyclopedia Britannica, kids, look it up on Google, if you don't know what that is. Quinn's gonna have a whole training camp to get everybody up to speed, and even though it wasn't that great of an uh, outcome last season, I really like the prospects of the DeJounte Murray, Trey Young backcourt. I think they have complementary skill sets. I think they're gonna do a lot. Atlanta, a lot to look forward to. Great job. Yes. I think, I think Atlanta's feeling good. Quinn Snyder, great pickleball player. Did you know that? I did not know that. So is Scott Foster. Yeah, I think they play in the bubble. Um, all right. Oh, maybe maybe that's why Utah me. lost in the first round. Uh, all right, here we go. Second verse, same as the first. I guess we're on an OKC trip here. Shea Gildas Alexander, his next contract could set NBA history. That's a headline, ladies and gentlemen. That's not my opinion. I'm going to hype this one up because, mm. sure, it might be the summer of 2028 that this young gentleman reaches free agency, but yes, it's, it's never too late to start thinking about it. And, Shay, yeah, look, Jalen Brown just got $300 million, and stars are going to get signed after him, and they're going to get $315 million. They're going to get $320 million. By the time we get to 2028, are you kidding me? $400 million. That might not even be the highest paid player, my dude. This is... Things are. Th- this is very likely to happen, and um, I just wish you all the best in figuring out how to pay your taxes. This this is your hype up. You're telling them to worry about taxes. No, I'm saying what a wonderful problem to have. Well, yeah, I but- would love to have the problem of paying taxes on four hundred million dollars. Uh, by the way, oddball episode. I don't know which we talked about it. This is all paint by numbers. Nobody cares. Like, it's like, oh, it's the biggest one in NBA history until the next guy signs the next deal, and that's how that goes. Because it's all paid by numbers. They all got max deals. Max deals are based on the cap. Cap is based on the BRI. So whatever the salary cap is, I could tell you exactly how much a max is going to be in that year. It doesn't matter. It's not like Shea Gill just Which is, is special. Which is why, by 2028, that's likely to happen. Hyping you up, headline. Yeah, all right, okay. I mean, Shaq endorses idea of five-year, $404 million payday for Jokic endorses that idea again like what are we doing it's paint by numbers he's gonna be eligible for that much he's a two-time mvp in the league he's an nba champion a finals mvp his team is one of the best teams in the league yeah you pay him the max there is no negotiation you don't even need an a i could be his agent for it you know what i would say i'd walk in this calvin booth max me out and he'd say you got it your pen or mine is that what you said you'd say max me out max me out even though in this case the me is Jokic, I'm speaking for him. But you'd I'm, say it in Serbian. No, because I don't think Calvin Booth speaks Serbian. 
For the foreseeable future, this is a hypothetical. R.J. Barrett, whose extension kicks in, starts this season. He stays with the Knicks for the foreseeable future. What does foreseeable future mean? I don't know. Look, Knicks, I know that you've thought about shipping R.J. out for a number of trades that could make your team significantly better than R.J. could maybe make you. Sorry, R.J. Um, such as Joel Embiid or Donovan Mitchell. But um, R.J.'s been with you since the beginning. There's loyalty. He's family. This is, this is so much more important than winning championships. This is so much more important than getting paid. It's showing loyalty to the people who've been with you their whole career. So, I don't know. I think what's more important than family? Loyalty to the people who've been with you their whole career. Yes. Not your whole career. So, like, this intern who got hired last year. They've been there Their whole career. Yeah, and you know what's important is to be loyal to your interns. You got it. I've said this my whole life. We need interns here. I would look. Can Oddball, can we have an intern? <laughs> yeah, he's... No. Yeah, okay, no. all right. Producer um, just said no. Also, I like the way you asked. It was like asking for a puppy for Christmas. Can we have a puppy? I think it, I think intern... No, yeah. that's a no for that. Okay. Well, I'm glad, though. All right. Uh, Amin, mm -hmm. here's a hypothetical for you. Paul Pierce's imaginary super team of LeBron and Bosch could have won multiple NBA titles. Absolutely. What are you talking about? All right, so here's the deal. I would have won just as many if I played with Shaq and, and LeBron and Chris Bosh and all those guys. And you know what, Paul? I'm mad at you because here's the deal. Not only do I think they would have won as many titles as Wade and Bosh and LeBron, I think they would have won more. I think they would have won three out of the four years. Here's why. The Dallas series, the series they lost the first year, they couldn't buy a bucket down the stretch. They didn't know what to do. LeBron couldn't post up J.J. Barea. Dwayne Wade, I guess, was too scared to ask. That's where Paul Pierce would have came in because Paul Pierce ain't scared. He wouldn't have been scared. They wouldn't have started 9-8 and because Paul Pierce wouldn't have been there just waiting for everybody. Well, why don't you go? Why don't you your turn? He would have gone there and taken control of the situation just like he did in Boston when Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen got there. Paul, you my guy, man. I completely support you. I think you would have won more titles than Dwayne Wade if you had Dwayne Wade's teammates. How about that, America? The way you said, they couldn't buy a bucket down the stretch they like couldn't. a grandpa. That's awesome. Um, all right, well, that's been Hype Me Up. And uh, we hope you leave feeling better than you started when you watched it. Who's the, the viewers yes. or... Yeah, because it's the like people that were hyping up. Well, the people were hyping up, but also the viewers being around positivity, environment really makes a difference in your lives. So you're welcome. I hope they cut all of that out. Man, we had so much more. Ah, my voice. Puberty. Was that on purpose? No, but <laughs> I went with it. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around a watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried and true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. 
Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.